Hey everyone, we are back to a new episode of Dubai Stars. Today, my guest is an entrepreneur, real estate agent, and an author. It's Miss Anastasia Dorina. Thank you, Tony, for having me. It's my privilege and it's honor to be in your podcast. Thanks a lot for coming. I know it takes a lot for you to save an hour or two to be on the podcast. So really appreciate you're here. It's my pleasure. Anastasia. Can I call you Anna, by the way? Anastasia. Anastasia, <laughs> okay. Uh, as I ask all of my guests, as like, why Dubai? How did you come to Dubai? And how old were you when you come to Dubai? Okay, the, the third one is a, a tricky question. Approximately. <laughs> Okay, so I'm in Dubai for the past uh, seven years. I came back in uh, 2014. And at that time, I was not actually excited to come to Dubai. I was just uh, finishing my uh, graduate uh, degree and one year of internship in U.S. after four years being there. And I thought that I'm going to stay there for long term. However, the opportunity came uh, for me to meet with one of the... Um, company partners from U.S. here in Dubai, and um, I decided to give it a try. But all my like heart, uh, my brain, and business plans were in U.S. at that time. So I met, uh, landed a job, I get the offer. However, still I hesitated to come to Dubai, believe it or not. It was back in 2013, because uh, the job supposed to be like very serious, fundraising with a boutique investment bank in the IFC. And I thought uh, maybe I didn't have what it takes to be there. <laughs> <laughs> the definition of the corporate life. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, however, after some time, I decided to, to give it a try. In 2014, April, I came. And then till 2018, I was into investments, uh, leasing, financing, and this kind of business. Did you enjoy it? It was nice. Uh, however, transactions were very complex and we dealt with uh, a lot of GCC investors and uh, from Asia as well. So I was uh, feeling like uh, even though I'm involved uh, and the results are impressive for the company uh, based on my uh, performance, however, I didn't have like 100% um, satisfaction, I would say. Like the feeling that you the belong feeling, there. The feeling, yes. Yeah. I was feeling that I need uh, maybe focus on other deals where I really can help the people rather than the corporates to make money because we're working like a B2B. So I, was, uh, I started thinking about something else, a different field. Also business, I needed transactions, I need to meet with a lot of people, uh, wanted to see impact, and also it has to be something like connected to lifestyle, beauty of Dubai, you know, to enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy through the work. So then I didn't think completely about real estate. So what I'm doing now and how I was thinking then, there was two different mindsets. So <laughs> we want to know how what triggered this like how was the transition from this industry to another what made you think of real estate from the start Yeah well in fact in the beginning I was thinking like opposite that real estate job is not for me because we know as agents we have like a hectic lifestyle the time management is upside down really? most of the time <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it looks all glamorous on the podcast and uh, shows like Selling Sunset, but we know that in the reality, it's completely different thing. Um, so I was uh, living the corporate life that is steady, predictable, everything is on track, and I could not imagine myself to doing other things. However, uh, there was a switch when I realized that in order to really achieve financial goals that I set for myself very high, I need to uh, work in sales on a commission-based uh, setup. And real estate is the, the field where you can actually exercise your skills, challenge yourself, uh, achieve your goals, and meet a lot of people and deal with the lifestyles and the beauty that Dubai has to offer. So everything fall into place and uh, yeah, I became a real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Um, take me to uh, when you joined, uh, how you were feeling, total different mm. industry, all of those uh, mixed emotions. Like, Tell me more about those. Yeah, it was a crazy time. I felt like uh, after five years in Dubai, I realized that I didn't know Dubai at all. <laughs> Because I was basically traveling on Sheikh Zayed Road only. I didn't know that uh, life exists uh, <laughs> in the communities that are behind, you know, Sheikh Zayed Road. Um, yeah, a lot of knowledge needs to be uh, taken into consideration when the new people come to Dubai. Whether they are residents uh, living like me for six years or completely new people. First of all, a lot of uh, projects need to be uh, learned uh, in no time. Uh, then uh, getting yourself uh, around with different counterparties, developers, uh, banks, like mortgage advisors, evaluators, you know, all these like, people that are coming to your life suddenly <laughs> that you didn't deal with them before. So, yeah, it was difficult to get myself around, a different setup. But with the time, I would say after three months, I could at least understand what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> what are the projects, um, difference in um, uh, working with the off-plan clients, people that buy something under construction, people that are buying for the first time, people that are going for the secondary market. They're all different clients, different profiles, and um, approach with them is also different. And as a newcomer to the market, you have to identify all of this. Ideally, the faster, the better. <laughs> but for me, it took time. Yeah. And then, um, after I uh, saw the big picture, zoom in, zoom out, after almost like two and a half years of experience, I decided to um, package it all uh, in a product <laughs> in my book that became a guide for the first time property buyers in Dubai. Which is an amazing book. I fell in love with it. Thank I read it you. just like almost in two days. So beautiful. We'll talk nice. about the book later. But now we want to stay, you know, in the stage of the real estate. Yeah. Uh, what was the hardest rejection you ever got in the industry? 
hardest rejection? Well, now they still keep coming, you of know, course, every day. <laughs> every I mean, day. the one, the situation where you were like, you started thinking like, maybe I'm, I wasn't built or I'm not fit for this industry. Maybe I should look for something else. Mm-hmm. This moment where it makes you hate the industry. Mm-hmm. Normally, it comes when there is a, you're about to finalize the deal and something happens, uh, you know, it just uh, falls off. And you feel like, oh, I'm absolutely demotivated. Sometimes maybe it's not a rejection. It's just circumstances, which are made of a few different things. Um, yeah, but what I'm facing nowadays is the, you know, the, the fight for the listings because we know that uh, availability in certain areas is very low. Um, levels of stock are low, and there is a lot of demand for certain areas, I work in uh, Dubai Hills Estate uh, with villas and the plots on the golf course. So when it comes to uh, getting listing there, there like myself and all other agents, they are facing rejections every day. And what's because available is unrealistic. Like yes. owners are asking for 100, 150%. Yes. But they are ready to talk with you about <laughs> their 150%. And the other ones that are more reasonable, uh, th- they are the one that they reject because a lot of people are knocking in their doors. Um, yeah, so this is maybe not uh, the most uh, charming thing. However, uh, after a certain number of rejection, they understand that you're focused, you're serious, and they give you business. That's great. Tell me, why did you pick Dubai Hills Estate as an area to be focused on? Mm. Well, uh, I feel that Dubai Hills with the time would be the best uh, and the most uh, demanded, even though it's al- already it is right now, area in Dubai. Why? Because of the location, first of all. Uh, we are very close to downtown, and it's a golf course community that is 15 minutes from downtown, which is something unique. And then the second thing, uh, there are a lot of custom-built villas that are coming up on the market, Something that we haven't seen uh, in other communities a lot, especially in other communities with such a good location. So you can have a custom-built villa on your own plot, be like 15 minutes from downtown on the golf course. And the level of the uh, quality of the villas that is coming up there is impressive. And for me, uh, for someone who appreciates the lifestyle properties and, you know, unique uh, things, um, customization, it's a pleasure to deal there because uh, I come there every time and I get, uh, like, wowed by uh, different unique villas that are coming up. Are you a golfer yourself? Uh, not yet, soon but uh, yeah, soon. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the weather to cool down a little bit and hopefully by November, December, I uh, will be on the golf course. Seriously, beautiful community. And Imar has done such an amazing job. And if you want to compare it to the green, lush communities, I think it's still way underrated and it's still very yes. affordable uh, as an area of Dubai estate. Tell me, Anastasia, if you want to guide someone who wants to join real estate nowadays, mm-hmm. so what will be, let's say, the top three advices that you will give someone, except not to join? Well, I would say, first of all, someone needs to be very motivated and have financial goals because this is what uh, will determine whether you will stay when the times are bad or not. Because if someone just wants to have a 
okay lifestyle, stable income, there are plenty other opportunities uh, with less stress, I would say. But if someone really is uh, hungry to uh, <laughs> become successful and make, uh, you know, like achieve financial goals, make certain amounts uh, with a commission, this is the, the right place, the right job. Um, other things, uh, once again, we're talking about for someone that is wa- wants to uh, join, the real wants to join and what he has to have. What would we give him as an advice? <laughs> ah, as an advice. Just be patient, I would say. Be patient and consistent. Sometimes it's difficult, uh, but this is what um, differentiates, I think, the, the right real estate agents, the, the one that made for it, uh, discipline and patience. Because uh, there are certain times when you're about to get it, but you quit early, and then... Whatever time is invested goes down to, to the straight. Yeah. yeah. So tell me more about yourself. Uh, when you are f- like when you are overstressed and when you're super tired, you know, when you're drained, like how do you cure yourself? How do you recover? What do you do? Meditate. Uh, tell me more about that. <laughs> Very interested to know. Well, I I like to have a like walk on the beach. Mm-hmm. Any beach could be kite beach. Is one of the best, uh, I think. Uh, just a 30 minutes, one hour walk. And that's it? You're back fresh? Uh, yes, better. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gym uh, helps. However, I think just, uh, you know, switch off, uh, go a little bit for a walk, watch sunset. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, switch off and completely change the environment. Guide me through your day, the time management. How does it start and how does it end up? Every day. Well, Tony, I wish I could have a, a structure, but uh, honestly, sometimes it's unpredictable. You know, I can line up the meetings, for example, like have a very tight schedule, but then one by one they g- get cancelled. And uh, normally I'm very, like, uh, care- carefully planning things in advance when it comes to vacation and things. So in the situation when things get cancelled... I used to get very frustrated, you know. But now in real estate, I learn how to deal with it. So when things get canceled, I immediately, Next. yes, immediately <coughs> put something into my schedule that is on the pipeline and I need to take care of it. So let's say I plan my meetings. Um, I uh, dedicate time for calls. Uh, dedicate time for prospecting in my area, and uh, I just swap. <laughs> it's quite competitive area, the White Hills, right? I, easy, I know like almost 30 people handling it. Yeah, it's quite competitive. However, it's like um, a huge uh, hobby market of different products in Dubai Hills. So I focus on uh, golf uh, course villas and plots. Mm-hmm. There are less competition, but uh, competition is strong, though. Yeah. Yeah, because there's agencies um, that have been there for a long time with the names and strong marketing uh, and strong track records. Uh, but it's interesting to, you know, to, to, to work in the professional environment. Of course. Yeah. Tell me about... an. Awkward moment you had in the job. An awkward moment. 
happens uh, quite often. The what I can remember now the is the most awkward and funny moment you ever had on the job. Mm. Ah, at once it was for a viewing of a villa. Uh, I came with the keys and everything, and the client was already uh, parking. Uh, well, I couldn't open the door, literally. Um, it was awkward because the key was the right key, uh, but I felt absolutely helpless because there was a special way to uh, pull the door and put the key. And the client was there looking at me, thinking that it's the first time I see the villa. <laughs> it's the first time I see the client, actually. Start kicking the door. <laughs> yeah, so we actually, what we did, we asked someone on the street, uh, uh, like there was a, a maintenance person, to come and uh, to help us. There was a trick how to pull and yeah. then uh, unlock. Anastasia, yeah. let's go for your book. Okay. <laughs> how did you get inspired to write a book, especially about such a competitive topic, which mm -hmm. is the real estate in general? I was uh, Googling the other day, there is over 61,000 books written about yeah. real estate. So what got you to write a book for mm. real estate? Well, I uh, wanted, I think, to uh, leave like a footprint of my thoughts in the industry and wanted to come out somehow different, uh, but not only for, you know, marketing um, or something like that. I also wanted to bring value. And uh, I got a lot of questions asked uh, in the same way. So I decided to create uh, a product where I summarize my knowledge, stories, and experience. And I didn't want to have it like um, an article or a blog. It has to be something solid, like a book. Um, but I didn't come out uh, with it like very easily. The idea was somewhere on the background. And then one day I just met uh, Mustafa, uh, director of Persian Entrepreneur Publishing. And after we had a chat of like five to seven minutes, I already knew that I'm going to write this book. So everything came to the place at the right time. I met the right person to, to help me to put everything together. I know for a fact from Mustafa that you had a challenge. You start writing the book and then suddenly the pandemic hit. Correct. Yes, yes, Tell yes. Tell me about that. Oh, it was uh, a very uh, difficult timings because, you know, the title of my book, Time to Buy Your Perfect Home, when we were in the middle Stuck of COVID. Stuck at home. <laughs> exactly. Um, every day I uh, needed to contribute to the content. And uh, before doing anything, you know, we're all checking the news and the statistics. And when I saw um, the terrible uh, news, I could not uh, get my head around, how can I write a book right now that is titled Time to Buy a Perfect Home while we're all going through this uh, COVID? Yeah. It was challenging because we also didn't have an uh, opportunity to, to move around. There was no meetings. Uh, there was no, basically, stories <laughs> to, you know, to, to feed the content. And, um, you know, few times I had uh, thought in my mind that probably I should just just frozen this project. However, um, I didn't um, do it. And I continue writing. And as soon as, you know, the... The quarantine stopped, uh, you know, 
there was a market responded uh, in the right way and I was still writing then I felt like I have to finish it fast because the market is ready now yeah Yeah, so situation flipped um, tremendously luckily for all of us yes luckily an amazing ride yeah uh, from uh, maybe October or November 2020 until date, the, the market has been booming in the country and we're seeing record sales, uh, 22 billion a month from the wide yeah. department, which is madness. Um, tell me during uh, writing the book, mm-hmm. did you reach a place where you felt like you hit a brick wall and the flow of the ideas are not coming all together? Yeah, many times. <laughs> <laughs> many times uh, I had um, uh, an issue where I put first put the things that I think would be nice to have, and then I realized that by the time I put them that um, I don't feel like it's relevant. Basically, I was fighting with my perfectionism, and this is like, I'm surprised how <laughs> I, I won at the end, because this is what really stops not only myself, but all other authors or other people that are involved in their projects, this thing that, oh, it's uh, not yet perfect, it could be done better, you know, this is, this is the, the, the biggest battle. Uh, that I won (laughs) 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 and uh, everything fell into the place for the content. Amazing. Anna, um, what's the ultimate goal? What's the ultimate goal that you want to reach that will fulfill you, will give you the satisfaction? Uh, In the industry? In your life in general. doesn't have to be in real estate like Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> I always leave the, the best for the last. That is massive. Um, I think ultimate goal is to like become and feel overall a satisfied person, uh, health-wise, mentally, financially, um, professionally. And, uh, you know, we have this... Uh, the. Um, how we call it, the circle of balance where you put uh, all your um, parts of life and you, and you, and you, yeah, and then if the end, if you have like a perfect circle, then you're fine. So I guess the ultimate goal is to have the perfect circle that is being combined from all the parts of life and um, slowly moving towards it. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing journey, amazing, right? Let's say 20 years down the line, you're opening YouTube mm-hmm. and you're seeing this episode. Yeah. Give a message to yourself that you can listen to after 20 years. Oh, wow. That's another <laughs> massive one. <laughs> because, oh, you know, all the questions before were like... Um, Easy going. Yeah. Experience. Now this is you, you putting me 20 years ahead. I think what I would uh, advise myself and everyone probably who is listening to us uh, today is to just try opportunities wherever they're coming, no matter what. Uh, because only thing we have is the timing and opportunity. So in order not to regret, we have to try. Whether it's work out or not, time will show, but we have to hit <laughs> opportunities when we see they're approaching us. Yeah, 
I think I will be happy if I look at it 20 years from now and will count that, okay, from out of, I don't know, 100 opportunities, I missed only five, maybe 95, I uh, <laughs> hit it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. And here you heard that, guys. Anastasia, without no experience today, she's heading the sales in Dubai Hills Estate. If you're looking at an amazing villa, that's the right person to be approaching. We're going to leave all of the credentials, how to reach you, your phone number, your email, your Instagram. Excellent. Thanks a lot for watching this episode and see you in the next one.